So we're back. <laughs> that, that silence was so long. <laughs> you know, it was hard to beat. It's hard to beat the first tea time. I don't know what I was on. Someone asked me, like, were you high? No, I don't do drugs. I just don't. A, I'm not good on drugs. I'm so bad on drugs. And also, I can't afford them. Um, I, w- I had just started drinking. I wasn't drunk. I think I was just sort of like gleefully hyped up on some sort of type of adrenaline. So thanks for asking though. They were concerned about me. I'm good. I'm, I'm <laughs> completely fine. So we're just going to talk about life and stuff and what's going on with all of us. It is the end of like a crazy year. We're getting very, very close to new year's. We were going to do this on 30th. new year's. Yeah. Is today the 30th? Right. Tomorrow's the 31st. Yeah. So yeah. it's new year's Eve, Eve. It's New Year's Eve Eve. It's almost 2019, guys. Are you ready for it? Mm. Another <laughs> No one another can year. see you shrug, Andre. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, virtually shrugs. No, I mean, like, I'm ready for it, yeah. Are you? Yeah. What why, about you? Why do you sound doubtful? <laughs> yeah. Maybe there'll be, like, an impeachment in 2019. Ooh, you did it first. Oh. <laughs> okay, check it off. There you go. Ah. That's the first one. Um, well, we saw the things that we mentioned in every podcast. There you go. I would like to see that. That would be great. I just want to not only just, you know, because come on, dumpster fire, but I just want to see what it's going to look like, like in 2018. We're, none of us, you guys weren't alive for the first one. I barely remember the, the one that almost, well, was derailed. He wasn't impeached. Nixon wasn't impeached. I want to yeah, see, what, I wanna see what it looks like. I want to witness a lot of crying and tears. I want to see people in handcuffs. I want to see Ivanka. In Can you imagine so if they if they get charged and <sighs> and um, found guilty? I mean, I'm just saving. I'm just saving the mirth and the glee. I'm holding it in. I I know I've stocked up on some party supplies. Just going to say it that way. <laughs> yep, and I I might be buck naked in the street. Just going to apologize in advance to the neighbors. Don't call the popo. That's just me celebrating. I don't know. <laughs> But then what comes after that? Here's the thing about like years. 2018 was hell on earth. This is what, what happened in 2016, right? I was like, oh my God, all the celebrities died. All the good ones just raptured out of here. Just like peace, 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 peace. <laughs> 2017, Anthony Bourdain. It's so bad. Anthony Bourdain checked out. Like the, the, the most awesome motherfucker on the planet who could do anything he wants to. He checks out in 2017, 2018, 2018, this year. And yeah, I'm I was like, say, yeah. yeah, so everybody's like, and maybe next year will be great. First of all, who the fuck are you people? It's just life. It's, there's no good or bad or, you know, it could get worse. Yeah, it could get rule worse. Rule of threes. There's rule of threes. No, yeah. people die in like big, huge clumps. I don't know what the rule of three thing is. It's so bullshit. So I never go, next year it'll be better. I think it's what you make of it. I think, yeah, you know, I agree. Yeah. What, what I've always sort of, I'm, I I was going to say that going into 2019, I'm going to go into it expecting good times and bad times, because I feel like we get into the mindset really quickly. Like even a lot of people are friends with him. Like 2018 was such a shitty year, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, well, if you focus on all the bad stuff, then yeah, probably was a shitty year. Um, but like for me, bad times and good times, just like any other year. Right. Um, so I'm ready. I'm ready for it. And I think going into it, thinking about that, think knowing that it for the most part will be temporary, then I think, you know, it'll be fine. 
Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, like, again, I'm going to make some resolutions. I don't believe in them. I think they're, they're, they do set you up to fail, but I think it's sort of like for me, because we took a proper time off, Ian and I've actually taken some time off. We actually took like a month off. It's been awesome. Because normally, like, we let it happen to us. Like, the slowdown in production happens, and we just sort of sit around and get depressed, and the days get shorter, and and we just let it kind of take over us. This year, we just waited. We embraced it, prepared for it, stepped into it, and it's been probably the first year, I want to say, in my adult life where I've just said, this is what vacation feels like. Yeah, and the the slowdown didn't feel like a slowdown. Not at all. It wasn't like, oh, it's a whole month of, you know. People asked me to work, and I was like, what? Why? <laughs> like, I loved Encore's album. I love you, dude. You're awesome. I loved your album. But I was just like, oh, I tried to force it onto Andre, and he was like not having it, so I had to give it to another writer. But I was just like, not voice. That sounds so terrible. Encore's like, I want my money back. No, not at all. It's a wonderful EP. God, get the show and dig yourself a hole. But it was just like I just to get myself to work, even even something that I enjoyed listening to. I like the opening or opening and closing song. Yeah, I mean, I loved know? I loved the EP. But I'm not. I'm just saying I wasn't. I'm not in work mode. I just didn't want to. I mean, like Rami Malek check could have walked into the room and said hey do you want to go with me down to hollywood and hang out and blah 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 and do a thing and i'm like i don't want to leave my house buddy i don't <laughs> yeah i, I had, don't even want yeah. you to come over and me i have to like entertain you can I we do that, this later i had that one job and it was just down the street and i was like oh man i gotta <laughs> right? get my head out of my ass Ian right was now. like dragging himself out the door like i have to work <laughs> i should have packed the car the day before and i was like uh and it took you like a couple of days to like unload the car yeah i just left it in there so that was very funny but it was in the garage so everything was safe don't come and rob our house so what about you andre like you do you you're in you're on break right now yeah i was gonna say i kind of relate to that because it's hard getting my brain in work mode when i'm supposed to be you know, on break and not doing anything because like, honestly, this past semester has just been like fucking insane. Yeah. Um, like one of the most stressful semesters of the entire time I've been in college. Oh, wow. And I'm sure, I'm sure the next semester will be, uh, no different, but I'm, I'm embracing it. It's fine. Um, but it's, it's been really hard, like just getting to do stuff and yeah, like leaving the house is like a, is like such a big thing now. I mean, like I've only really left the house, um, to go like have lunch with someone and like to go see a movie. Like that's pretty much all I've been doing. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like in terms of writing, I always say before the break, I'm going to have so much time to write. It's going to be great. I'm going to get so much work done. Then the break actually comes along and you just like, I want to sit on the couch and watch Mr. Robot all day. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, Check. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> that's yeah. what we've been doing too. Yeah. And that's what, you know, and I, I told myself, I'm not going to write. I'm not, I'm not writing on the book. I'm not doing anything. I'm like, people are like, we're just checking in with friends and they're like, oh, so how's the book coming? I'm, like, I'm not writing on it. Don't ask me about it. Took a break from that. This is the first time I've allowed myself as an adult to take a break. And now I get it. I get why people are like, oh, coming back after the holiday. It's going to be really, I think it's going to be tough for me for the first time ever to understand what that, because I've always in the past worked on holidays, didn't take vacations. 
either didn't have the money. I'm also not good on vacation. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm paying a lot of money to be shoved in a tin can with a bunch of strangers. I usually get sick because people are nasty. I get there and I have the cold and then I'm paying out the ass and I'm walking around with a bunch of other tourists that don't like getting sick again because people are nasty and we're all crammed together and I just don't like people and I paid to be tortured and I could die on the plane and I just don't want to leave my house. So this is my dog is here. You're here. Food is here. You've been cooking a bunch of vegetarian dishes. We're trying to like not eat as much meat. We're not making a declaration, but we're just trying to eat like, you know, vegetarian, not necessarily healthy, but just vegetarian like, stuff. Like, like maybe 80% less meat. Yeah. Because, because like everything before it was like, we were like vegetarians. Meat. Yeah. With like the Flintstones around here. Just a big rack of lamb. Like, rah, 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 rah. And it can't be good for your colon and there's just way too much poison in our meat in the United States. So we're just like, so we're just, wait, we've been chilling. The bathroom's right there. I, we will, we, we tend to our business. We keep the house from burning down. We keep it clean. We take the garbage out. You know, we're not like. <laughs> just living in our filth sitting in diapers <laughs> pissing and shitting ourselves playing video games no i mean no i couldn't i'm too much of a neat freak for that but it has been like very slovenly in our way and i've enjoyed the hell out of it but we did we did at one point in time in a 48 hour span we did play fallout 76 for probably more than 24 hours yeah we did you know, for that christmas like for the christmas day or the day two days before christmas two days before christmas i mean we went pretty much a whole 12 hours mm-hmm. playing and then took a few hour break to sleep. Yeah. And then went another whole 12 hours it playing. Was, yeah. And then online players ruined that for me. So I'm yeah. done with that. Oh, should I tell the story now? Yeah, you can. Oh yeah, do it. I had been warned to know about gamers, been hearing about it forever. I'm not going to drag this out. I'm just going to say that I've heard about people being, you know, Tortured online because people are, you know, hell, it's other people. John Paul Sartre said this way before I knew it. And I've, you know, been around the block about 17 times, had some horrible shit happen to me. So I don't know why I suspended my disbelief to play this online game. The game itself is ridiculous. 76, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I've enjoyed running around with you. I enjoyed, you know, we had another player on the team that was fun. And then all of a sudden it just wasn't. And here's why. Because so Ian wasn't online. He had already gone to bed. We were taking a break. I think we played it so intensely for so many days in a row. It was just too much. So we kind of took some time off and just let our brains kind of reset. It was like this is it felt it felt poisonous in a way, a little toxic. And the game itself is frustrating to say the least. So yeah, 76 is this it's just it's very dumb. it's very problematic. It's the same assets as Fallout 4. Only on Fallout 4, you can slow down in vats and no one murks you when you're standing around. So here's what happened. I, I found. I just wanted to play with a new layout. I just want to sit there and have some wine, play with a new camp layout, build my house and chill. And these two players popped up from nowhere and came into the house. Two different levels. One was like one one eleven, and one was a level fourteen. And normally you wave at people. You could just bounce out of the game, but I'm like, I'm gonna try to be cool. That's how we met our other player. Let them, you know, if they needed to use the workbenches and stuff in my camp, great. This one player started being very inappropriate, very creepy. 
just standing in my character's face, no matter where I went, just in my face. I put on my headphones and I said, hey, can you hear me? I'm about to bounce out of here. I'm just prepping this spot, but use whatever you need. But giving him a heads up because I'm an idiot because I have heard all of the horror stories about how people are fucking assholes online. And I choose to sometimes be that person who wants to see the good in other people. And we had had really good encounters with people in 76 because Bethesda fans are kind of slightly different. Mm-hmm. So this person wasn't that person. This person automatically something just washed over me like this person is being being friendly but something weird was going on and i'm in a remote part of the map ian's not online our other friends not there it's close to one o'clock in the morning and after he waved at me he started shooting me and then his buddy started blowing up the house just shooting up the house like they waited for me to be done and started destroying the camp so i said you know good night shitheads and bounced And I thought, well, that's just people being assholes. You've been shot by strangers in the game twice. I've been hunted down a couple of times and we would just run away or we'd bounce. But something about this. And again, I know what you're going to say, online gamers, you know, get out of the game. You're one person for us to murk. You play like a girl. You have soft feelings. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. And fuck you. (laughs) And fuck your game. And fuck you. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. And everything that fucking happens to you, because I can tell you if this is how you do things, I can probably guess within about five or six things of what goes on in your life. You know? Absolutely nothing. You're probably not a very happy person, even if you tell yourself that. And yes, no, I don't want to pay all this money to sit there and have you come in and violate my space like that and be like a fucking rat turd. So, no, I'm done playing online games. I don't play any of them because I I was telling Ian, I said, then I started looking at my behavior. I wouldn't take a pee break because I would or I'd have him come and stand in my camp and he'd say online because I was afraid of getting murked from behind. I wouldn't go down to the train station to to trade in for caps because another player could be there. And would they turn sour on you? Like there's been all these instances of people doing micro uh, transactions and then the person turns and tries to kill you. Yeah. No, I don't want to have this experience. I cross the street in my neighborhood when I walk my dog. Out of common courtesy, I don't know what your dog's about. I'm just walking my dog. I just want a peaceful walk. I don't, you know, unless our dogs know each other. I just, I avoid people in life in general because, and here's why, ladies and gentlemen, is because people, I don't know what the percentage is, but in my life, it's been about 60, 40, 60, they fucking suck. And there's something about me that people want to ruin spoil hurt something but what they don't understand is i'm made of like 98 percent fucking iron and don't put me in a situation don't put me in a situation where i'm gonna have to be my inner self so this was just i don't know i I had had an experience of my first experience and my last experience with an online game um am i a pussy sure am i soft abso fucking lutely and it's amazing that i'm soft after all this time 
because I've had some pretty shitty, horrible, crappy things happen to me. And I'm not talking about just like I had a bad day. Like I've been assaulted, yo, more than once. Brutally assaulted. So yeah, I'm soft. And no, I don't want to. This is entertainment. This is my vacation. It damn near ruined Christmas for me almost just for a minute. And I came into him and I said, my stomach is churning. I feel messed up about it. I couldn't sleep a little bit that night. And then, and when you wanted to like get back on and he's not forcing me, he said, Hey, let's get back on. I'll move your, move your camp back. And I've even thought about like, I love running around in this world with Ian and like cool people and doing missions and like laughing and joking. We had like some of the best times like, Oh my God, my fucking death claw is going to eat your face. The time that me and you and Steven killed like three fucking death claws on the side of the road, all kinds of crazy shit. It was the best time playing this crazy digital fantasy world with people and then it gets dark and people say mm-hmm. racist homophobic misogynist shit yeah or creep on you and you're like fuck i was having a good time and now i'm dealing with your psychosis your fucking life problems i drug that into my living room where i'm sitting right now so yeah i'm done i'm sitting here playing fallout 4 because it's already paid for and I can go to the bathroom and dog meat is the only, he's standing right by me, <laughs> guarding me. And yeah. I don't have to worry about getting fucking murked by some fucking stranger who obviously is underdeveloped on a lot of levels. Because, and again, people are like, you don't get it. This is what we do. It is player versus player. We like to blow each other up and blah, blah, blah. Not in a fucking game like this to me. I don't, I don't see that that's what Fallout 76 is supposed to be. I mean, maybe I'm missing something, but Bethesda games normally don't like rock well, it's that a, way. It's, it's a complete departure from what all the other Fallouts were. Where yeah. You were on your own. Right. So I think, I think on, on the part of Bethesda, there's just a lot of arrogance on their part, to, to even release this game. Yeah, I think they're getting their heads kicked in. Yeah, and they should get their heads kicked in because they're, you know, fuck them. But not because somebody, like, picked on me and I'm not, you know, like, I, I'm a grown-up in the fact that I understand that I'm signing up for that when I play this game. But if I had known it was going to be all of this, I wouldn't have wasted the money. Yeah. And they're getting, you know, they're getting sued, so. I'm shaking actually thinking about it. Yeah. So that's why, I mean, like, Fallout 4 is like, you know, it's great because it's just, you know, it's a, a closed world. And you haven't played it to the extent that I've played it. So you're getting to play a whole new game. Yeah, and I'm also cheap. I don't want to go buy it. And now people are like, get Red Dead Redemption 2. And I'm like, no, oh, I'm not okay. going to. I'm certainly sure as fuck not going to play a game in the great um, American West with a bunch of fucking white dudes running around. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to fucking do that. That's just. That's fucking stupid. So that's that's my little story. I know that wasn't very pleasant, but I you know I get it. I get it. I've 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 learned my lesson. You know, stupid me for playing an online game, and and I, you know I'll I'll get over it. I'll totally get over it, and I won't buy your your stupid games anymore. And you guys can do, enjoy murking each other and being you know garbage to each other. And if that makes you happy in the world. Rock on. Now, talk about intrusions. <laughs> you had a less intrusive kind of moment. Like, I've had two. Apparently, Andre, check this out. Andre, God's trying to reach Andre. Apparently, 
Andre needs Jesus. He needs to be saved. Apparently. Apparently, Apparently Andre needs Jesus because he's had a couple of situations. What happened the first time? Like this, uh, this is an odd transition. I'm just trying to drag myself out of this whole story. Just all. But like what happened with, because <laughs> I know you shared something on Snapchat that I still, I love this video. I have to show it, Ian, but um, what happened with you guys? All right. So there's actually three intrusive, but the third one happened a couple of days ago and it had nothing to do with any religious things. But okay. So it's, it's uh, the day of, um george bush's funeral hw bush and for some reason the west virginia governor decided that he would have to close all schools uh for this funeral so we didn't have class that day which kind of messed everything up for some people because the way the school decided to handle it was all the wednesday classes would just be moved to friday well then suddenly people had like two different finals at the same time Holy fuck. and they had to yeah they had to move stuff around it was insane um, I mean, I can see if it was like Jimmy Carter's funeral, but I'm really, I'm not really getting, I mean, I love, you know, rest in peace, Mr. President, much respect, you know, but I don't, what, what? Okay. All yeah. right. Continue. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were, we were just at home and we hear a knock at the door. We're not expecting anyone. We think it's maintenance or something. And then my roommate, Lindsay, she goes up and she looks at the people. She's like, I don't know who these people are. Um, I'm just like, I'm just like, it's fine. Just open it. And she opens it. And like, I'm on the couch, like on my laptop, not really paying attention, but I am paying attention to the fact that there's just like five solid seconds of silence between her opening the door and the people out there just kind of standing there. Uh And then one of the guys says, Oh, Hey, I like your sweatshirt. And I'm like, what, what is going on? And apparently there were two of them. I only saw one in the doorway and she was like, Oh, thanks. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and they were like, you know, we're from the church of the Latter-day Saints. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> Mormons. <laughs> Hello, my name yeah. is Elder Price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, they go on about their spiel and everything. And they asked Lindsay if she was Mormon. And she said no. Um, and they, you know, were like, um, we would like to talk to you about the Book of Mormon. Uh, do you want to? And then they said, "Do you want to do this outside, or can we come in?" And of course, Ugh. they come on the day that's like twenty degrees outside. And if you say no to them, you're a dick. So yeah. she's like, "Yeah," and I'm just like, "Lindsay, what are you doing?" <laughs> and so they come in, and then they come to shake my hand, and the guy shakes my hand, and then meanwhile, I'm wearing a shirt that has like the best buy logo like the store but instead of b-u-y it's b-i because mm-hmm. i'm bi mm-hmm. so it says best buy mm-hmm. and this guy doesn't really register it that quick because he <laughs> asked <laughs> he asked me oh hey do you work at best buy <laughs> oh, i am man. working I was... it at best buy girl you best <laughs> believe oh, um and i was like oh no it's just a shirt because <laughs> i didn't know what to say <laughs> and excuse me, he's like okay and he nods and then while i'm shaking the guy the other guy's hand i can feel the other guy like looking at me trying to figure out what the shirt really says or i'm like this is you. very uncomfortable hi i'm andre <laughs> um and then they start talking about like the book of mormon they asked us what we know about mormons um and were they cute Lindsay's were they like, cute at least were they what were they cute i mean they were fine right <laughs> they okay. looked like college kids like okay. then they weren't they weren't dressed in the mormon you know dress code oh they know? weren't they, the they black did... pants and the white shirt 
Mm-mm, no, they weren't doing that. Oh, they were just so wearing you know, regular clothes. Oh, see that. Yeah, see. that's how they get you. Oh, they're trying a new tactic because they know that nobody's going to open the door for yeah, that. Not, yeah. Yeah. They yeah, look like those computer salesmen. Helmet. When the geek squad started going around and like that, I'm like, people are just going to think you're Mormons, dude. They're just going to think you're Mormons with a car. What are you guys doing? Black pants and white shirts. What are you doing? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> and then they, they asked they asked us um, if we knew the Book of Mormon. And then Lindsay said, um, I know the musical. And I'm like, no. Because <laughs> the musical is so like obscene yes, like there's a song called fuck god yeah yeah, yeah. it's um, it's the guys in the south and, park yeah yeah and they were like oh well that's that's not us <laughs> <laughs> and i was like okay um and then they went on about like meanwhile i'm just trying not to laugh because i'm waiting for the moment that they leave and we just start bursting yeah. out in laughter right right because like our apartment not only has like three different things with the bisexual colors, which I don't expect them to know, but like we've oh, got Lindsay's know. art. Lindsay's art ha- is like hanging on the wall and it's very much like, you know, like sort of nude portraits and we have like wine bottles in the, in the window. And I'm like, I wonder what kind of vibe they're getting. Um, <laughs> a very queer then, one, apparently. <laughs> um, and then they, they gave us, a copy of the book of mormon which i loved because if anyone like doubted its authenticity i would be like we actually have the book i have a souvenir um mm-hmm. and i was like okay can you leave now um but they like dragged it on they were they were like asking us what our majors were and like what video games we had and and then they finally left and we were just completely beside ourselves because it was just it was just so funny the whole thing well the whole thing was so funny um so they didn't then, like press you. Did they like they didn't ask you to like pray with them? They didn't ask no. to cast any demons out. I guess they don't do that. That would be like no. The like only thing they church. pressed us about was um, they asked us if they could come back in a couple of weeks to see if we've been reading. So now I'm like, oh, we have an assignment now. We're we have in a school, bitch. Well, even if I was like into your thing, like you're trying to give me homework, I don't even fucking know you, motherfucker. I pay people tuition to do this. Yeah, I would have yeah. had a lot to say, but that's just me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was fine. It was fine. And, you know, yeah. Did they but come then, back? I don't think, I don't think so. At least I wasn't at home if they came back. Yeah. Um, They're probably like, we're not going to go back to that queer household. Those people <laughs> way beyond hope, man. They're just way too queer for us. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. And then two weeks later, we get another knock at the door. Oh, Lord. And again, I'm thinking, it's just maintenance. It's fine. Looking through the peephole, it's just these two old guys. So I definitely think they're maintenance. And then I open the door up and then I see the pamphlet and I'm like, oh, we're oh, not falling no. for it again. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I was like, I'm not inviting them in. They're not coming in this time. Um, and they're like, hello, we're from Emmanuel Baptist Church. Um, and I'm like, OK, now we got the Baptist on our door. Yeah. And then they asked me really sort of awkward, like partially invasive questions like do you go to church if you died right now do you know if you would go to heaven or hell and i was like um and then well i said i don't know if anyone (laughs) knows for sure (laughs) and they were like well there is one way to know for sure and it's called jesus i'm like oh "Oh, i thought they were gonna offer to cut you in half to see how many rings you had (laughs) (laughs) um and it was it was equally an awkward conversation oh my god Um, they didn't ask to come in, which was good. Um, but you know what? I'm, I've kind of had it because if someone else comes up, up to our door, I'm like, how do you feel about queer people? Because we're all queer in here, if that's okay with you. And if it's not, please leave. 
Um, there you go. That's a nice way. I would just flame open the door and go, hail Satan, and then slam the door. But I've had a little bit more time on the earth than you. Or maybe, <laughs> well, maybe I'll do it like casually. Like if they ask to come back, I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm you know, like I have a wedding. And like, ooh, who's the lucky bride? It'll be like David. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I like that one. I like that one. I don't know. But I just, I, I just hope they don't come back. I mean, I guess they're they're within their rights to do whatever they're doing because I can't like call up or can I? I don't know. I don't know if I can like call the leasing office and be like, hey, can you get these people to stop coming? To the our property, doors? the property can enforce that. Yeah. The property can say no soliciting, no proselytizing. They can put it under their. Oh, okay. People don't understand what no soliciting means. They just think it's like I'm not selling anything. I said, first of all, even if you are selling Jesus, yeah, it's the same fucking thing. It is to inquire. So please understand what somebody says no soliciting they literally don't want you knocking on their door for any fucking reason at all they're just trying to like not put that on their door don't knock on my door for any fucking reason is also way too long but what they're saying is no soliciting means doesn't matter if you sell jesus insurance real estate pills magazine subscriptions to imaginary magazines no soliciting means literally not to knock or inquire so you could first of all try that so then you can refer to that and go i'm sorry we're studying and that's what that is right there you can do that. And then you can also ask the leasing office to say, hey, we've been interrupted twice now trying to study and be queer. And so can <laughs> you like maybe enforce that or hang some signage or, you know, blah, 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 blah. But if there's yeah. no gate coming up to your apartment, people yeah. will tend to step through that. And again, you're in a, you're in a nice town. In L.A., somebody will rip your fucking head off here like... <laughs> And that person well, would be Well, we've got me. a no soliciting sign up on our front door, and we still get fucking idiots. Well, and I still, like, yell to the door. I'm like, bitch, can't you read? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just... It used to be when I first moved here, I moved in with Ian, like, a lot, about 2010. It was like... Our, we, had a, we had a landline, and then we had the door, and I was like... I wasn't here a lot, but I remember the, the days I would be here. There was some motherfucker knocking on the door at least three times a week knock on the door for all kinds of, you know, solicitation. And then the phone was always ringing. And I was like, what the fuck? Cause I had moved from an apartment to a home and I was like, what's going on? And again, I, it's your dad. Your dad will talk to anybody. He'll actually flag down the mailman. He'll flag down the Mormons. He'll flag down the Baptists, you know, this evangelical Jew. I don't know what he is. He'll just flag them down. Cause he wants to have long conversations. He really wants somebody to wait on him to like, have his dissertation on life that's what he wants he wants an audience <laughs> and he'll find an audience anywhere he's just he's trying to like do his tight hour he's trying to lock it down and you're like run bitch run um and then sometimes people i'm like oh you deserve this you deserve this i'm like hey here's my father-in-law tell them everything you want to know about the afterlife pop and then i just walk away smiling like oh, i just lobbed a grenade in your life so I don't know. I just feel like it's intrusive. I feel like, and here's the question I want to ask the people who are knocking door to door. Does it work? When I was an evangelical Christian way back when Jesus was in short pants, a million years ago, um, we had a very, spe- I had a very specific way of winning souls over. I was in a small Southern town. It was either the bottle meth or Jesus. So people were kind of bored, but I was charming and I was very open and I would win souls over it worked for me. But the way most everybody else does it, I'm like, has anybody ever just responded to your dishwater bullshit? 
Yeah. Did, did anybody like, ever on that campus just look at those two Mormon boys and go, you know what? I need that shit. Oh, give me that book, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do believe that Satan and Jesus are brothers. I do believe that. I believe that when you die, you have a million spirit babies in the afterlife. And I will be greeted in heaven by the founding fathers. I believe that caffeine is of the devil. I believe. I mean, I would just like, seriously, does it ever work? Does anyone ever? Does it work? <laughs> Unless you're I really mean, good at this. I just don't think it. Why are you wasting your time? Like, do you just like, just you check it off on a card and you go, I've been by the house. I'm good. I'm done. Well, I mean, I feel like I feel like no one likes strangers just showing up at their door. Jeffrey trying... Dahmer does. Jeffrey Dahmer did. He did. He <laughs> liked that. Mm-hmm. People well, who want to eat you and touch you love you knocking on their door. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Or or lonely Mormon. old people. You know, lonely people, old people. Jeffrey Dahmer Mormons. Jeffrey Dahmer who needs. T- Definitely needed Jesus. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it worked, but I just, I find it very interesting. It's like. I don't think, it doesn't work. It fucking doesn't work. You were, um. Yeah. You went door to door. You used to uh, stand out in the promenade and like. shit now. And it's like, now that I see people doing it, I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's like being a former smoker. It's like, I have to apologize for all that. I, I like, inwardly, I apologize to the universe for being a fucking, just. A yeah, douchebag, motherfucking idiot. Now's the time to remind you that you're not listening to the Ashland Baptist Church podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, if you've come here unwittingly, we apologize. It has nothing to do with us. We all sh- we share names. I'm sure they're good people. I'm not vilifying religion so much as saying, you know, I just yeah. don't. If I don't believe what you believe, any fucking and religion, I also, man. But the way the way it is with my home specifically is unless you're paying our property taxes and you're watering the lawn, you're washing the windows and the dishes and the floors and paying the electricity bill and paying off the mortgage and taking care of the cable bill and the internet bill, Get walking the, the dog, out. maybe you just go fuck yourself. I'm just saying, like, it's my house. Yeah. I'm at home, dude. And you don't yeah. know what's going on in someone's house. Someone could be dying. You could be going through a breakup. You could have clinical depression. You know, you could just be like, you just got home from something really gnarly and you're just in your cocoon. And some motherfucker comes along just assuming that you need to hear their brand of bullshit. I find that yeah. very intrusive and very offensive. And that's why my reaction to it is on the hostile side. I try, I try not to be, we just, well, mostly in our neighborhood. First of all, if you're coming around our neighborhood trying to proselytize, it's mostly a neighborhood of white Jews. So if you see, is it Missoula, Missoula, what's over the door? I don't know. If you see that bar on the door and you you consider yourself a person who's intelligent at all, I would, I would learn the other signs of other religions. Mm-hmm. Because if you're knocking on the door in our neighborhood, you're an idiot because Jews don't proselytize. You're either a member of the tribe or you're not. You know, you can convert all day long. They'll pat you on the head. They'll love you. But ultimately, you're still not the chosen one. So they don't proselytize. So why would you knock on the door of somebody who's like a Jew? Because they're not smart. They're dumb people. I mean, like, what's what's funny is both both of the times that this has happened, both of those people have said, you know, the Book of Mormon or the Bible tells us to go out and share God's message. I'm like, 
So I, I, I'm still like, well, I see you're wearing, you know, clothing of a certain fabric. I see you have long hair. You probably eat shellfish. Why are we picking and choosing? Yeah. Necessarily. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. I, feel, I just, I just yeah. find it, I just find it weird to mm. go to people's doorsteps and try to convince them of something that they're not going to be convinced of. It's like advertising too. And again, the new thing, like I'm watching a video and I'm trying to get into it and in the middle of it, they go, the new Hyundai. I'm like, fuck you. You know, now <laughs> you made me think about how much I fucking hate Hyundai because you just interrupted the flow of this fucking musical performance, you fucking dickheads. And if I'm mad at that and you knock on my door, I can to your face go, look now. I mean, as a person walking around, I try not to be just out of the box a dickhead. But if somebody comes up and they just keep knocking and they keep knocking and they ring the doorbell and they knock and they ring the doorbell and I come over and I'm like, what? At the door. If they can insist on talking past that, then normally I'm like, you know, whatever it is that you're about. But no, you don't understand. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm so this is the thing that always gets me. You don't understand what I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you literally Jesus? Are you fitting to like tell me something I have never heard before? bitch yeah. i grew up in the south i have been the person on the other side of the door i've heard all the messages my mom went to a snake handling church i have gone to uh, i don't know a myriad of synagogues i've been in several mosques i've w- hung out with several animists one time um had five wiccan friends studied religion as a hobby for eight years was a raging atheist you know, went to the Baptist church, went to the Nazarene church, went to the, all the Catholic churches. What are you fit to tell me? Know about the Mormons, been to a Mormon uh, tabernacle and, and hung out with a bunch of Scientologists. What are you going to say? What are you, what's the earth shattering bullshit you're about to tell me that I haven't heard before. Right. Yeah. And if you're worried about my soul, don't you worry about me. Me and the universe have a relationship. Don't you worry about me. Don't you worry about it. Seriously. Pray for me. In your car, walking away. Get up out of my fucking face. Because unless you're here to help, and and I mean real help, unless you want to like sweep the driveway. Make me a sandwich. Make me a sandwich. You know, unless you're here to do something real, I don't really know, you know, because I can get into the whole what Paul set the church up for. And why the church was established. And to make what, money. And what it, well, initially the concept of the church was to help the community and blah, blah, blah. Through works. And you walking, dragging your ass around because you don't want to like hang out with your old lady or whatever your deal is. That's, that's you working your shit out. But you're interrupting my life to tell, oh, I'm just, I got to stop now because I'm, I'm, I'm proselytizing about people who proselytize. I just, I find it very offensive and very weird. And I'm with you guys. I doubt, it doesn't win souls over, right? Yeah. Because if it weren't, wouldn't there be like, wouldn't the internet just be covered with like chick tracks and religious messages? Wouldn't they, if it worked, wouldn't they just proselytize like on YouTube, free YouTube channel, just like come to Jesus? Wouldn't they be doing that? Yeah, they probably already do. Oh, I guess I just ignore it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that they're, it's floating around somewhere. Yeah. You know what else floats? Chick track. So my, <laughs> can we talk, do you guys make resolutions? Do you? Make them in. I don't really make resolutions. I, what I kind of do is like I have expectations or goals. Right. But they're not yeah. really like, oh, I have to do this or I have to change doing that. You know, because I, I just – it's more of like I would like to see this happen this year. Right. So it really puts it on me to 
to figure out how to make that happen as opposed to like, you know, I'm going to resolve to eat less chocolate or whatever. Right. I don't do, no, I don't do resolutions. What about you, Andre? Um, I'm kind of with Ian on this one. Um, I know the only real like sort of resolution type of thing that I've actually followed through on is last year I wanted to eat just less red meat because a lot of my family members had stopped eating red meat and they said, you know, I feel great. I have more energy. I'm like, okay, let me try that. And for a solid like six months, I did pretty much everything else except red meat and I felt great, you know, and then I slowly worked myself back into it. Um, and even when I started eating again, I didn't feel like a failure. Like it was something I wanted to try. It wasn't necessarily yeah. something I wanted to completely change about my lifestyle. Um, but no, I mean, and I also take advantage of the whole the whole New Year thing um, as a way to just sort of polish off a couple of things in my life. You know, like get the car clean, get some new wipers, get a new phone case, clean the apartment, stuff like that, you know. Um, right. But in terms of like big New Year's resolutions, yeah, I'm not not so much. Yeah, I think I set milestones. You know, I know that last year I, I knew I wasn't going to get the book out in 2018. So I guess the the, the goal for 2019 is I want to get the book out. I want to put it in people's hands. Um, there's a process going to happen between now and then, but I don't think that process is too long out from here. But I want to get the book out in 2019. Um, I'd like to shed some LBs. I'm not quite sure how that works for me, though, because I've tried some stuff that's not working. Um, so I want to figure out the mystery to unlocking the LBs. I don't have a, a goal weight. I think that's pointless. I've learned that that's bullshit. But I want to mm. figure out what actually works for me. Is it getting on a bike? Is it walking three times a day? Is it going mostly vegetarian? Is that just, am I just going to feel better but not lose any weight? Am I just going to always be like bean-shaped? Am I going to be this weeble for the rest of my life? I don't know. And if that is true, then I'll have to wrap my mind around accepting what that is and roll with that. Because I've always thought, you know, when you get old, you can't, you cannot change getting older. You should embrace it. But there's also a way to do these things. There's a way to age gracefully. There's a way to like be your best self without just putting crazy amounts of pressure on yourself. So you crack. So I'm kind mm-hmm. of like look on looking to unlock some some things because last year I really hammered on we quit smoking. I'm very proud of that. It'll be February, be a year. I'm glad we did that. Um, I think I need to address my. I'm tr- well on the holiday. I made this pact not to drink through the week, and then the holidays happened, and I've been sort of like, oh, I'll have some wine. But I, you know, I really want to knock down to like no drinking during the week solid work hours, things that we talked about in the last tea time are like things that have been on my mind and I've made some steps toward that. I don't think it's going to be that hard. I don't think it's going to be that hard. And even if it is, I don't mind that it's going to be hard. So I'm thinking kind of those are my things for this year. Yeah. I also did. I mean, it's kind of a resolution almost, but I think I, I do want to cut back. If it's one thing I want to cut back on is uh, drinking soda yeah um because especially in the last month or so i've been drinking a lot of soda and it doesn't you know doesn't make me feel great you know and i've done it before i've gone i've gone like almost almost like nine months not drinking any soda and it was great um so i think i want to start doing that again just getting things other than soda you know yeah um that's a habit i I kick and then i don't (laughs) kick yeah it's hard 
It's really yeah. hard to give up sodas because I'll be like, oh, Diet Coke. I'll have a Diet Coke. I'll have six Diet Cokes. I'll have nine Diet Cokes. Hey, I'm going to have my 23rd Diet Coke. Oh, good. I'm good. I'm quitting time. I'm quitting time. I quit any time. I quit any time. I want that. So then it's like, okay, how long could I go? Like, honestly, there's some, there's some, there's ke- something, there's, there's some, some chemicals chem- yeah, in that shit, There's man. something in there that, you know, certain people, it, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's like drugs. I walked away from cigarettes and had, we had like, Early on, the first two months, the first month, we slipped and had a cigarette, half of a cigarette the second time, and then have never revisited it. And even with like bad shit going on, where I'm like sitting there rocking back and forth, I haven't gone, I just need to go in the backyard and have a smoke. Yeah. Okay. So, but with a coke. Or even like, you know, drinking afterwards. Yeah. It's like, you know. Yeah. Usually it's like you have a beer, you have a cigarette. And it hasn't been that way. Yeah, not even not all. I can do one without the other. I can yeah. drink without. So, but with Coca Colas or like Diet Cokes or stuff, I'm just like every yeah. once in a while, like like a month, like a week will go by, and I'm like, hey, babe, when you're at the store, can you give me a Diet Coke? Can you get me two of them? Because yeah. I know I'm going to have one. I need another. So there's some shit in that. There's some chemicals I, in that shit. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Because I'll get home from a long day and just open up a Sprite, and you're like, oh my god, it's like I've taken a hit of something. Yeah, yeah. It was like, like it's with, crazy. With it me, is. it's like I'll I have a craving for a soda like as much as i have a craving for ice cream like once every couple months yeah it's like oh a soda would be nice i don't even think about it i don't think it's a caffeine thing too because i don't crave coffee that way Mm-mm. you know what i mean like when i drink coffee it doesn't feel like yeah. a bunch of endorphins have just been released it's something so I don't know. it's something other than caffeine there's crack in there, man. There's, there's, there's kind of government crack. There's a, a friend of mine told me a story, and I have never really looked it up because I, I guess I don't want to know. But something that, that's connected to Rumsfeld, that he was over um, a certain branch of the government that approved the diet uh, formula that went into the early, like, tab and whatever, that it's this whole government thing. And I'm like, that sounds way too spooky. And then I just look at the behavior that we have around sodas. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm starting. I need to go Google that Rumsfeld shit because I'm feeling like there's something up with that. And my friend is not one who's given to conspiracy theories. She's an actor friend of mine who's like, well, that doesn't really help her out. But anyway, she's, a, she's not a person. Who, she's not a person who just, she's, she's not a gullible person. She's Canadian. Okay. You know, and she's English and they're just, you know, I just don't, she's just one of these people who doesn't normally talk that way. And when she was like going off about Cokes and Diet Cokes and Rumsfeld, I was like, she's making some salient points, but I'm going to sit here and sip my Coke and listen to her. So maybe I forgot because I was drinking Rumsfeld's cocktail and I'm being remotely controlled right now. Yeah, I I don't I can't do like diet anything. I, it's the the sugar substitute to me is just like, ugh, it, it leaves a re- really weird taste in my mouth. You know, it's really disgusting, and it's 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 like cigarettes. It's like it's a disgusting thing that I crave. Diet cokes are they taste like formaldehyde, floor wax? Yeah, some type of yeah. But I want it. Yeah. It's like the cigarette thing. You know, you want that nasty taste in your mouth. It's like I don't know what that is. So. That's what's crazy. As I sit here talking about Diet Coke, I'm like, you know what would be good at this podcast is getting a Diet Coke. I'm going to so go get a haircut. I'll probably stop by a star. Again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so something, something the, like there's nights when I won't drink and instead of having like a glass of wine or, you know, some vodka or whatever, I'll sit there and go, oh, but I have a Diet Coke. That should tell you something right there. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. It's weird. It's mind altering. The cool thing that's going to happen in 2019 I hope it happens is that Andre is going to come out for a visit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I have to, I have to buy the plane ticket, which I am going to do in a couple of days. 
Um, but cool. yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be so fun. You're going to run screaming back to Virginia. And then we're going to, we're going to, we're both looking forward to driving up to Hollywood Boulevard at like 12 o'clock at night. To take him to Pink's. And then stop by Pink's on the way back. Because you want to go to Pink's. I've never been to Pink's. Ian's hanging on to that for, for when you visit. Yeah. So. Finally a reason to go up there. I mean, there's, yeah, there's no other like, reason. To I feel like we should do, um, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to happen, but I feel like we should like put the uh, pack in the car and mic the car. And um, do a podcast while it's uh, driving Andre around in the car and just (laughs) capture his underwhelming reaction to like, oh, oh, (laughs) 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 just have him go, oh, those bums are fighting. That's what Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, gosh. (laughs) It's something to think about. We should think about it. You know, we talk about a bunch of shit on the show that we never do. do. It's not difficult to do. Just wire up the car. We don't have to be wearing mics. We just wire up the car and just have us do a, a rolling around Hollywood podcast. I think it would be fun. At least for the Pink's run. And capture it from someone who's never seen it. Like getting someone's first reaction to seeing L.A. I think there's some, I feel like there's a podcast in that. There's some value add in that. Maybe. You guys let us know. You I, hear I that. Would, what I would do is I would probably put, I'd, I'd wire us up and I'd put a recorder in a backpack. So it's not obvious what I'm doing, and we just. Oh, no, I was just talking about rolling around the car. I wasn't like getting out and you're booming over on. No, 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 just like the no, sidewalk. just have it in a backpack. Do Although it. no one, no one would even stare at us though. It's Hollywood, like no one cares. The tourists would be taking well, pictures of it. Yeah, well, if you if you have a, a if you even have just a little sound pack, it's just it's just too obvious. Yeah, and then I could be walking backwards in front of Andre, going, "Okay, action!" <laughs> just see what people do. <laughs> Because people shoot entire movies on cell phones these days. I know. Are you yawning in the middle of our tea time podcast? I kind of did. Wow. I was about to say, like you meant, uh, mentioned iPhones, that, that last job I had in December. These guys did it completely on a freaking iPhone. And I'm like, really? Oh, yeah. I shoot my YouTube videos on my iPhone. I mean, that like, makes sense. I mean, I'm yeah. not... Yeah, I'm not it's, and it's, no, it's just, and it's it's Tangerine going straight. Was, it's going straight to ne- uh, uh, internet. It's their YouTube or something like that. Tangerine was shot. I mean, I think that was even the iPhone six. Wow. Yeah, they have whole rigs like adapted to like carry an iPhone. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love Tangerine. I didn't even think about it being shot on an iPhone. It's awesome. Um, yeah, so I don't really have resolutions, but there's, there's goals for myself that I'm always setting. You and I are people of, of, I think the three of us are always people of, uh, constant evolution and self-improvement. Yeah. You know, like I wanted to try an online game. Now I know it's not for me. I am writing a book. I thought it was not going to be for me. Now it's, it's just, it's the first one's taking me a while. I've resolved myself to the fact that I shouldn't feel guilty about that at all. It took as long as it took. Um, Instead of like going, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, I'm now saying more healthy things like what actually works for me and feeling healthier. And, and I know I need to drop weight. So how do I actually do that? Rather than going, you know, I'm going to weigh 102 by this date. That's not a way to set a goal for me. I don't think that's healthy. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Just feeling better, sleeping better, doing better being more productive. And then one of the goals that I set my, for myself back in the summer is like, I would like to know what it's like to have a true vacation in, in, in 
one of the things I learned is just to get into vacation mode and going, I'm not going to expect myself to do anything. Like we talked about, keep the house like operating, you know, spend time with people here and there, responding to texts and cleaning the floor and the dog is getting baths and getting fed, but like totally going into vacation mode. I know what that means now. I've never known what that means. I've always been sort of waiting, tapping my foot, waiting for people to come out of vacation mode so I can get business done. And I'm seeing how important that it is to take real vacation. Yeah. And I just never allowed myself to do it until this year. Yeah. Like brain sort of just a different mode, brain mode, brain waves. Yeah. I'm sitting here watching junk TV, playing Fallout 4. I think though, once the new year comes around and the first job, that first week of the year, I'll be ready to go. I'm hustling though. I mean, like, I don't know if it's going to be the first, it's probably going to be the first week. I'm going to allow myself the first two weeks of January to come out of this because I've never done this before. I feel like it's going to be like you get the bends. If you just come straight out of holiday mode, like hit the streets, I feel like I'll be like, get crunked up over that. So I'm going to, I'm going to emerge. I'm going to ramp out of my holiday mode over the first two weeks of January. Like people do. This is what I've learned from other people. Yeah. They ramp into it. They ramp into it. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, so I'm going to set my out like two or three hours a day to work. And then it's going to be that five hour day. Yeah. Editing, making notes. Well, I've got my first job the ninth, so it's the second week. So you're going to have to kind of. Start. Yeah, I'm already like I'm already hitting the boards right now, just looking for work. You already are you already out of it? Yeah, the last couple of days. Oh last wow! Couple, you know, that's why I'm in the other room. That's what you were looking, doing today. Just, oh, I knew you were abandoning me from the couch. I was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" <laughs> I'm 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 ready. I'm ready to go. Are you? 2019. So I'm ready you to don't work. need a ramp. You're just you're ready to hit it. Yeah. I feel like I'm gonna. I almost snatched the Christmas tree down yesterday, but I'm gonna make myself leave it up until New Year's Day. Take New it Year's, down the first. New Year's Day. Yeah. New Year's Day. I'm snatching that thing down. I've loved our Bohemian Rhapsody tree. Check. Um, <laughs> just going down the check. But and it's been awesome. I've loved that. It's just it's lovely to look over there in the corner and see it. And I feel like when it's down. Then we start like looking at putting the bike in the corner. We're going to get a stationary bike. Yeah. I'm going to move more. I'm going to do Tai Chi this year. Tai Chi is fun. Get back to some old habits. I used to do Tai Chi and yoga almost every day. It's super fun. Oh, that's what I was also going to say. I wanted to start doing like more meditation stuff mm-hmm. um, because a lot of people um, in my studio, they do a lot of like meditation and, and really helps with like resetting the brain especially after like you've practiced for like two hours and you just kind of have to so i want to try doing something like that there's a couple of apps that i want to download and, and give it a shot but, that's awesome are you yeah. gonna do just like are you gonna do a transcendental meditation are you just gonna just be still i don't know gonna try some things excited yet. yeah i mean i've i've we've tried to like in class like maybe twice and it's kind of a lot of like close your eyes and then let the muscles like just relax and then and it, it I've gotten really like loopy like you can almost feel yourself kind of like oh yeah floating around the room it's weird yeah yeah no it's great I used to lead a, a TM group and then I attended other classes and then I did yoga and then I did a form of just like um, all kinds of meditation and stuff it's it's super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, it's really important. kind of depends on, like, I, I do it a little bit before I write. I do about five minutes of just like nothing, just sit and just like 
let my mind just empty out of all the bullshit and then I write. And then I don't want music on or anything. If you had told me I was going to write in a quiet room one day, I'd be like, you are high. But there's something about like, you know, just letting your brain stop. And I'm going to step away from screens this year. So my meditation is going to be uh, Tai Chi to to nothing. That's what I, I like before I go to work. It's like I don't want to listen to anything on the drive. I don't want to be rushed, you know, packing the car. And all you that get there stuff. super early, like two when hours. I yeah. Early. I want to, you know, uh, the turn by turn navigation is all I want to listen to. And then after when I'm I'm wrapped out and I'm leaving, then I'll put on some music or I'll listen to the radio. Really? Yeah, I was going to say, not listening to anything while you drive is so different. Yeah. It's, like, so different. I've done it before, and it's just, like, you kind of get into, it like, this headspace, and you're just kind of like, how did I get here? Why am I thinking about this? Can't remember. Yeah. Well, we have to be on high alert here, because it's a good, it's a good way to die in L.A. <laughs> if you're <laughs> thinking on something else. So I get that. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's because I don't drive. It's, like, I I spent a lot of time, as you can see from my our 2018 watch list. It's like, is that healthy to consume all of that story? I feel like what I want to do is take some time away from it and just be like chunks of my day are like no, no data coming into the brain. And the story that I'm writing is the only thing I'm focused on. And then everything else is just like dog walks. No podcasts, just nothing. Just just doing that kind of walking around meditation. Yeah, quiet dog walks are good too. Mm. You do it all the time. I don't. Well, I don't listen to anything because, first of all, I need to be a, listen and be aware of what's going on. That's around true. Me. That's true. You know. So. No, and normally that's why I will like. This podcast is fifty minutes. I'll go and walk around, but I think I want to start doing that. I'm going to do quiet dog walks. Mm. It's safer. I mean, like when I was walking the dog today, there was a, there was a truck in the middle of the street, and there was a family walking their, you know, kids, and the truck was like stopped halfway in the middle of the street. The family was on the sidewalk. And I was like, "What is going on?" And then a police car came by, and it's like, I think something happened while this family was walking. Oh no! The truck maybe hit the stroller or something like oh, that. Oh my god! Yeah. So. Oh my god! That's crazy. Oh. Because people do plow people down. It's just, I mean, that's been going on since we don't hear about that. We didn't hear about it before because of, you know, pre-social media and stuff. But when I grew up, because we don't have sidewalks in the South, um, not where I grew up in the country. People got hit all the time by cars, mm. you know. Well, especially here, it's like, Without all, Walkmans or any of that the shit. The drivers so. aren't paying attention. No. And the pedestrians aren't paying attention. No. And, and people think they're you know, bulletproof. They're just, yeah, they're just walking out in the street. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I look four and five times either way now because people are just so checked out and i'll just like i'll be like hey like waving my hand in somebody's face sometimes i'll be like what is this aggro bitch i'm like bitch you don't see me you're not paying attention so yeah i mean people don't even see me when i'm driving the truck they don't you know it's like what the fuck i was when i was in the small honda i can get it i get it you don't see me it's baby blue honda yeah but i have a big black truck i'm gonna bigger than you yeah just people like, are just not paying attention. They are not paying attention. So, so I want to pay more attention to that and be tuned in. I feel like something comes like I am so inundated from other people's storytelling because I listen to podcasts and I watch so many TV shows and the occasional movie. But then I'm reading books and reading stories and reading news. 
and and like i feel like oh i'm so well informed and i'm like but what is that doing for me mm-hmm. you know and i feel like i might try to see if it's healthier for my brain not to just have all that information i'd love for someone to go hey did you hear about so and so and me go no what happened nine times out of ten somebody goes did you hear what happened like oh yeah and then i, I know the 20 points about it i'd like to just not know yeah it's like every time you step out of the house, you have to be on high alert. That's true. You know, because I can't even imagine those days when I used to just go out, just completely stoned out of my gourd. Yeah. You know, just skating around at, you know, two o'clock in the morning or something. The Venice canals. You know, high, completely high with headphones on. There's something kind of romantic about that image. Yeah, there is. There definitely is. But it's like. <laughs> how dangerous that is and well, i've even been jumped so there well, you go for me you know driving around in the back roads of you know alabama drunk as fuck and i shit brown nova with no seat belts listening to ccr like yeah motherfucker sometimes you be in the ditch sometimes you be in the pasture sometimes yeah how did we live through it a lot of people didn't yeah i'm here to tell the story you know? and i think back you know you know, you're smelling honeysuckle and you're listening to the Almond Brothers and, oh, there's the ditch. Oh, fuck. Let me just put this up. There's a full moon. Oh, there I can see the creek now because I'm heading straight for it. And then you're like later on, you're like, oh, how romantic. No, motherfucker. You're yeah. just drunk driving. Yeah. <laughs> you're just out there. <laughs> you know, and nobody was around to give you a DUI because nobody was out there. But a lot of people just died in those single car accidents on back roads. And they find you three days later. You're all black and cracked in the sun. And, you know, they got to tell you mama. So yeah, it's wow. This has been a the last one was joyful and gleeful and kind of hysterical. This one's been like this has been real. But hasn't that what that was two thousand eighteen though, wasn't it? There was a lot of good shit that happened in two thousand eighteen. There was also just some shit was real. Like we've had some crazy shit going on. I think we're all ready for the. Well, at least I am. I'm, I'm ready for the next the new year. I like change. You know, yeah. I am. I love a big person. I'm big about change. You know, I'm not a person who, like, I will say, you know, I'm set in my ways, but I'm really not. Like, when stuff changes, I'm usually pretty good about wanting to embrace change. New Mm -hmm. challenges, and then also, like, the same challenges, and you get to adjust how you're going to approach them. Well, also, it's just going to be watching just politically across the world stage, not just in the United States. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Just the big wind-up for 2020. It's going to be interesting to see what's going on. And then we get Mr. Robot this year. (gasps) Fuck yeah. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones coming to an end. Mr. Robot comes to an end. Lord. Dogs and cats. Add that to my resolutions list. I want to start watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, you can hate it. You can can watch it and hate it, too. I mean, like, I'm fine with people. There are people who... I have had people, like, watch two seasons of Game of Thrones, which is a very generous, healthy way, and go... I fucking hate it. Mind yeah. you, that was that one person. They don't make good life choices. But I won't judge you if you don't like it, Andre. <laughs> or you'll probably like love it and you'll just rail through all eight seasons. I'll probably f- love it. It's in my you, wheelhouse. Where are you with Mr. Robot? Ooh, yeah. I'm halfway through season two. Okay. I think. I'm on like five or six. I think five. It's a long season. Um, it's 12 episodes, so... I'm I'm really liking it so far, and like to no surprise, like I knew I was gonna love it. Um, there's some things that I have questions about, mm-hmm. but I know that it'll be answered, so I know it's in like the sort of spoiler territory. Um, 
But yeah, I'm I know there are some key things that are going to happen and I can't wait till we get to it. Right. Um but I'm just enjoying the hell out of it so far. I'm loving it. It's a good series. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just—I just—we just finished season three again. Just and there was just a couple like of days ago. stuff because I only saw season three once. There were things that I was like, okay. I've seen season three four times, season one seven times, season two five times. I was still shook over the Obama thing, though. I literally thought they got <laughs> Obama to come on to Mr. I had Obama. forgotten because at first I said, I think it gave, no, but he can't. Like, it, he's a, he's fair use. But so they went in and manipulated yeah. visual yeah. effects and changed his voice. Which, I mean, if your first impression is to think that they actually got Obama on Mr. Robot, then I guess it's pretty convincing. Yeah. Who did they use? Another uh, figure that I think they actually got him to to actually do... Um, isn't Blitzer in season two or season three? Anyway, that would be giving things away. We won't talk about what that means. But there, I think there was like somebody, and I was like, oh, I think they actually, I looked it up and they actually got the person to, to, um, participate because they're not the president. They're not a yeah. former. It was something else we were watching that it was Blitzer. Yeah. Well, that was another thing. Yeah. yeah. That was that thing. That thing, whatever that was. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. So we had to play the part. Blitzer going to take that money. Oh, yeah. He's an actor. Um, yeah. yeah, so we're really enjoying that. We're watching Dirty John right now. We're totally in Dirty John. Escape to Denimora. We've got those two rocking right now. Sunday. That's going to be on. That's our Sunday. We're doing those. Um, kind of going through the good plays. I didn't finish that. But I'm also looking, as I'm sitting here talking about it, it's like, I'm feeling like I'm the, you know, we, everybody lives the word cleanse. Now, I'm not talking about that cleanse where you drink like, cayenne pepper and lemon and gallons of water to flush out your system which is just nonsense please stop doing that that's not a cleanse or people who drink gallons of olive oil and like uh, and claim to shit out kidney stones stop please stop it's just it's please stop it please do it it's just bad for you but i'm talking about like taking um breaks from things and giving things up i think are good for us yeah you know Especially if you're you're in search of like a healthier way of being, and then you sometimes I've given up things, and I'm like, oh, like you did with red meat. It's like, well, okay, that's what that's about. That's cool. I'm glad I can do that. That's great. But this is not necessarily something that I need to just keep giving up. Yeah. But like cigarettes, I'm done with cigarettes. I don't see myself off into the future ever smoking again. I don't. Which for me to be able to say that at my age, I find that kind of like what? Yeah, I'm like done i have no use for it it's like cigarettes it's like pot too it's like you know yeah i always say it's like oh if, if there's a point where it comes up and someone's passing a joint i'll be like yeah maybe but then i'm like what for yeah you know of course it's really dangerous to say never say never because you no. know i'm not yeah and that's what i'm saying i was like i'm not saying I'll never do it, but then I'm not saying that I will do it. I just don't have the huge desire, yeah, I should say that. Because I remember I was like, oh, I can't you – know, back in the day, I was like, I can't imagine not being high and not smoking. I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, well, now it's like I can't imagine doing that anymore just because it's – I've, it's, you know. I'm starting to see that a little bit with drinking. It's like I feel like there was a long time in my life where I would just drink for special occasions when friends would come around – We'd go to a bar every once in a while. Then it became like I became a high-functioning alcoholic. And now I'm kind of like a vacationing alcoholic. So I'm thinking I can sort of see myself kind of being like, ah, 
you know, when people are around, have a drink or two. That'll be fun. I, I'm getting there. I think out of the holiday season, I'm going to see what it's like. People do dry urary. I'm not going to do that, but I think I'm just going to be like, to see. Yeah. Just kind of see what it's like not having to like. But tonight, I want to drink some wine. Tonight, I want to sit and like drink some wine. You know, because I'm still in vacation mode. I think until like New Year's Day, I'm going to be in that mode. Although I feel like you're, if you click out of vacation mode, though, I will probably click out with you and be like, oh, like I'm like, are you going to come in and play Fallout? You're like, I'm in here like, you know, doing my science experience and I can hear <laughs> wrenches going and I can hear clacking on the computer. And I'm like, well, who wants to sit here and relax with somebody's in here going, go, oh, you chicken fat, go. I'm like, what? this is not fun. Watch somebody else like, you know, swabbing the deck and you're like, I'm just sitting, I'm smelling like Clorox and I just want to, the fuck, man? Like, you know, so if you click out, I'll probably be, you know, well, I mean, that's the, the thing. It's like, like I, have, I have nothing else to do. It's not like, oh, I've got to go to work on Monday. So I'm still going to be in vacation mode or some type of, you know, it's just like, you know, I'm going to do this in the morning and then I'm going to yeah. come in and play and then, yeah. you know. No, but I'm with you. I'm... Because, I mean, we literally sat on that couch for a good oh, 24 hours. I felt like moss was growing like you know? between my butt cheeks at one point. <laughs> <laughs> like this is not healthy no. this doesn't feel good and that's the thing is like people do that they will sit and play and it's like i and don't turn know. into like fucking online troll motherfuckers yeah, like there's something seriously wrong if that's what you're allowing yourself to do i feel it's a good way to die yeah i mean it's just it's ridiculous yeah i don't yeah yeah past a certain point it's like no 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 no, no. so you know we're yeah. not built Every, to do everything this. in moderation exactly yeah. yeah and i think it could be a casual game person i mean it, it, it used to be that i would look at games this is 2015 i had never really engaged with a game outside of an arcade since i was a kid because we just couldn't afford video games and i was either like a workaholic out on the news trail working all kinds of crazy hours just to make ends meet i didn't have the time to do it and i'm not sitting here going i don't have the time i just i didn't really it wasn't a i would spend my time in bars you know I would spend my time throwing parties, barbecuing. Like, I, whenever I had downtime, I would do that with it. And there were people who were just, like, gamers. And I'm like, oh, that's not for me. That's what other people do. So 2015, we started getting... And again, I wouldn't consider myself a gamer, but I never played a fucking video game. So I played the kind of, like, the easy, accessible kind of, for me, games. And I'm like, I get it. This is fun. I can sit here and build a settlement and get annoyed by Preston Garvey and, and you know, those fucking settlers, you give them everything you want. And they still like, we're in trouble. I'm like, what motherfucker? It, <laughs> what the, the game, the game does frustrate me. And you set up 25 settlements, you give them everything you want. And they're still like, we miss you. And I'm like, oh, it's a fucking video game. Get over yourself. I just got to kill this Marlurk over here. Are these scorpions? I don't dude. Stop being so fucking clingy. You've got 150, uh, what is it, protection. Yeah. Turrets out the ass. Right. <laughs> Figure it out. I put a bar in the middle of your settlement and a couch outside. Isn't that fun? You can nice. day drink with no consequence. Right. You don't even, You. I notice you're not even, you're sitting on the couch when I roll up. You're not even farming, motherfucker. And I roll up and then you like sort of lazily walk over to your crops. I'm like, I know <laughs> what co- you were doing. They complain about it. <laughs> right. Well, like, it's not know? much. And then but... they write five pi- pieces of dialogue for all the settlers. I'm like, you know who's lazy in this game is the fucking writers. So, but it's like, I know the game, I know what's going to happen and I still want to go and explore the world. And I understand now I understanding I like for my cousin, gaming was his life. His friends 
were online. He still has these friends as an adult. He has two children and he still talks to his friends in Japan and Germany and everywhere because he's, I get it. So I'm not shitting on people. This is a way of life and community and people make a living at this. It's a multi-billion dollar business. I totally understand that. And please understand my earlier diatribe about online gamers. I'm not saying all, you know, my cousin also doesn't act that way. And he has young daughters and he gets online playing with these young girls because he's teaching Violet, the little one, the mischievous one whom I think is secretly a little sweet, adorable demon. Uh, Violet is totally a demon from another dimension and she's here to destroy us all. And she's so cute. And we'll all go, yes, please kill us all. So he's on there with his daughters and people start doing that fucking, you know, shit. And he's like, dude, I will fucking hack your shit and come and find you, you know. There's a there's a difference between you know either you're making money off of it you're 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 doing it for entertainment, and then and doing it to fuck up other people's experience. Yeah, there's it's, people, it's and difference. I didn't, and I had heard this, and I until I experienced it, I guess I just didn't really note it, but that people like just literally show up just to fuck your shit up, just to just to teabag you, just to. Oh, you're having a good time and you're enjoying yourself. I'm just going to ruin and I'm going to laugh about it and just sit there and just LOL right in your face. Just like, oh, that's hilarious. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's your thing. I guess. I mean, it's it's kind of with everything, isn't it? Because if you think about like, um, like, for instance, like drinking like wine, drinking wine itself is not inherently bad or harmful. Too much of it is like fat or like fast food. Fast food, not great for you, but it's not going to freaking kill you. But too much of it, yeah, can. It's the same thing with video games because I've known people. It's different than like sitting down for a couple of hours and just unwinding and just like getting your brain to do one thing. Right. And just relaxing. I get that. What I don't get is people literally secluding themselves as soon as they get, get up out of the bed. They go to the desk chair. They go to the PS4 and they're there all day. They don't shower. They don't eat. They don't take care of themselves. That's a problem. Yeah. And I think... And I think that video games get a bad rap because it has that sort of enticing thing about it to some people. Mm-hmm. And I think it is an escape for some people. Um, but I think I just take care of yourselves. Like, yeah. And again, I just, I think, you know, we have a friend. Um, hey, Alex, if you're listening, uh, our friend Alex that we used to do a podcast with, you know, he, he's been working with, you know, over at Riot Games and League of Legends and, that's his, you know, he f- worked with the last, with the last two years, I think he's done the championships. And you see how the world stage that is. And I understand that. I understand that there's a, there's a whole bigger realm and world to it. Yeah. Sure. Um, but not everybody gets to be those people. That's the top what people of the world. I feel like the people who are like online marking you are not, they don't have those kinds of goals, you know. No, they, they they don't. They're It's not like you're trying to play to be better. And again, people who are just who who I encountered in 76, they were just like, "Hey, help us unlock the store and and I'm going to drop this." Like we went to this little little place on the map, remote little place. And this person was so awesome. We were trying to be cool and I'm being polite and they I don't know if it was a woman or a man, they had a bear for a bear head on like a mascot outfit and they came wearing out and like just made sure that we had here's a cook station and here's a water station and and started playing an instrument and we joined in as a band and played with them and like said hello and i'm like oh my god this is super fun you know and i'm not an idiot i didn't think that everyone was going to be as cool as that person but i'll remember that experience as someone like sharing that 
kind of sharing their world with us. Oh, yeah, at the Super Red Rocket. Yeah, that yeah. was really super fun. And I'm like, you know, if, this, if I was on here with like three or four of my good friends and this is how we spent our time together was running around the world, like protecting each other from like crazy radioactive demons, I would have a hell of a time doing this. And my friend, Drew, he does this thing. I think they do it every year, every other year. They're all dads. They're all, you know, in production post very demanding jobs where you're in the dark all the time, but they're not hunters. They're like nerd boys and they're all kind of, they have really, you know, strong middle to sort of left politics. They're like good dudes, you know, I'm not saying if you're on the right, you're bad. I'm just saying these guys specifically, there's about eight or nine of them and they would go to a cabin in the woods that's completely, you know, retrofitted with like Wi-Fi and stuff. And they sit in other rooms and they play these team games together. That was their thing. And he goes, we just love it. We just love getting together and just getting on the same like game and just like having a good old time and bonding and taking breaks. And he goes, cause we don't hunt. We don't fish. We don't, we don't want to kill stuff. We just want to kill digital stuff and chill out with each other and laugh and have some beers and our wives know where we are and, and, and everything is cool and we're safe. And, and I think one year they all got snowed in the cabin and they were like, well, this sucks. They're all like near Big Bear or whatever. That kind of stuff. I was like, I was very envious of that. I'm like, I wish I had that. And I think that's what I was looking for. But I had it all the time, all along. And you were there and you were there and you were there. Um, cool. No, no Wizard of Oz? Nobody? Nobody? Okay. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, I don't have anything else to report on Tea Time. I know we've gone a little bit long here. This is how these things go. We're just sort of sitting around our little digital table talking about stuff. <laughs> a lot of you guys have been reaching out to me and saying hello. And um, thank you for that. And um, thank you for listening and downloading the podcast. We appreciate you guys. I hope you guys had a good holiday. And uh, if you didn't, weren't into it, uh, somebody said they took our advice and just ignored it. So that's cool, too. I'm glad you ignored it. You can ignore it. You can ignore it. I hope you had at least, you know, a good end of the year. Yeah. Whatever way you choose to spend your time. Some people don't even believe it's the end of the year. They're celebrating a completely different calendar. So for them, like, it's just, it's just Sunday. No. They don't care what's happening. So good for you, too. Good for you, too. Just it's it's 2000, you know, maybe 10 in their world. Different calendar. (laughs) Happy 2010. So, oh, those were the times. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Is there something Sorry. you care to share? <laughs> no, I was just twelve and had no responsibilities. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're so jaded, Andre. So jaded. He's so old and jaded. He's growing out his beard and like mad at the government, pulling his pants up under his <laughs> nipples. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking can't. So when does your okay? So your semester starts back up when? On um, January seventh. Oh, January seventh. Because you t- okay? Yeah. So you guys are jumping right back into it. Yeah. And then when does your when's your next break? Um, that'll be spring break, and that's the second week of March, I think. Oh wow! Yeah. First okay. or second week of March. Cool. Yeah. And so hopefully we'll see you sometime. Fairly yeah. soon after that. Yeah. So that'll be good. All right. You guys are on the quarter system? Um, 
Or is it semester? No. It's semester, right? Semester, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Unless we have anything else to impart about ourselves. Oh, have a... Uh, That's our second tea time done. Yeah. I appreciate that. So the next one we'll do will be in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, before we go. Oh, yeah. Everyone go see Aquaman. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hear it's blowing up. You had a good review of it. You said you I, liked it. I had a good time. I was I was thoroughly surprised. Um, I think DC is finally learning from its mistakes. Um, maybe too much at times. Uh, is it <laughs> is Deadpool? It, uh, no, no, no. It's not that. It's, um, well, uh, you know, the biggest biggest thing people have said over the years, too serious, too dark. Yeah. Um. It's got great comedy, but it's like we're literally going to throw everything on the color spectrum we can and just make your eyes hurt. Like oh. a little bit of that in this film. There was a little bit of a visual effects vomit. Um, but other than that, it was great. I had a good time. Jason Momoa is awesome. You can stare at him for two hours. It's great. Oh, yeah. Um, music was really awesome as He's well. He's not too Actually, extra. Before, what did you see jason momoa um host snl oh i i saw the the clips yeah okay yeah right yeah ian loves <laughs> his uh christmas of extra past or whatever anyway no it was great no i think you think you guys should see it it's great um i think i might it's one of those that i've been tempted to go see in the theater it might be yeah, our, maybe we'll go see it yeah we don't next week or something. Yeah, it might be something fun to kind of get us out of the house. Yeah. Go to a midday. Yeah. Go to a midday. Go down to our Bay Cities Theater. See if it's playing. It's probably playing. And if you don't go see it for Jason Momoa, you will have to see it for Willem Dafoe. I mean, okay. you just have to. All right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, see, here's like that's where when, like somebody says Willem Dafoe is in something. I'm like, oh God, stop taking these. Please, how much money do you need, Willem? Stop. Um, so he's when not. He a, showed up. I was like, oh fuck, Willem Dafoe isn't. This? He's not a good determination no of like whether a film is good or not. Like, like some actors show up and stuff, like Nicolas Cage, and you're like, oh shit, you know. Uh, but he, Willem, is sort of like back and forth. Yeah, I'll see him in something. Yeah. And go, oh my god, he's really good, and then I'll see like he's in Lars, Lars von Trier's Antichrist, and I'm like, oh fuck, okay, he's all I, right. I, I recently watched the the first Sam Raimi Spider Man and I forgot he was in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Goblin. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my god, I cannot believe he did this. The thing with <laughs> Willem so over the top. What I get from Willem is he is he doesn't even know maybe he knows this about himself. Maybe he is this self aware. He's really a lovely man. He's really a good dude. But in the hands of like a chaotic director, oh my God, it just goes sideways quick. It's like, there's a couple of other actors who are like that, but you're just like, oh, Willem, what's happening? What are you doing? He'll just do anything they ask him to do. Like he does, you know, like again, other actors have limits like, no, nah, that's not what I feel like's going on here. He's just like, yeah, sure. I'll eat mayonnaise and have blood come out of my orify. You're like, why? <laughs> just say, you can say no to shit. You can say no to roles. You can say no to things. So hopefully he isn't, he's not weird like that in this movie, is he? No, nowhere, nowhere near. Okay, yeah, he has right. a very he's supporting role. It's, okay, because I don't like be showing up to Aquaman and then there's Willem Dafoe like shitting seaweed and like laughing gleefully, and you're like, what's no. happening? 
You know, <laughs> no. he can like ruin your childhood, even if your childhood is long gone. He's, oh my God, he's one of those people. Cool. That's good to know. Anything else you recommend? Did, you saw the Spider-Man um, Spider-Verse movie, right? Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely see that as well. Is it good? Yeah. I had a, I had a really good time watching it. I'm hearing yeah. that one as is a, like as a big Spider-Man fan, fan myself. It was it was really good. Okay, that I'm hearing really good things about that. So I'm lo- I'm loving that these movies are finally getting the point to like I it used to just drive me crazy. People are like I'm going to go mm-hmm. see the Batman. Like they they're going to see like this DC film like they're going to see like an art house indie film made in, you know, Rome and I'm like mm-hmm, I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm Batman. Yeah. I'm like I don't <laughs> Please, it just ruined it for me. And I used to make fun of people who were into superhero movies. I'm like, you know, these are fucking comics, right? Where's the fun in the movie? And it's like, oh, his soul is being tortured. I'm like, he's wearing fucking tights, yo. He's got a cape on. Bat suit. It is. It's a bat suit. He's got rubber <laughs> nipples. I can't take this man seriously. Also, how long ago was it that your parents died? What is it? 30 years? 35? You're not kidding anybody. Maybe it's 40 years. Fucking get over it. Shit. <laughs> seriously. So anything that like takes the piss out of like, I just don't like me a mopey superhero. And like, you know, Superman. It's like, I'm on my planet. Like, what do you got to be mad about? Fine. <laughs> Whatever. You're Superman. You literally can spin the world back in time. <laughs> Can't you bounce your ass to whatever planet you're from and resurrect your fucking parents and get the fuck over it? Oh, and then he's like butthurt over this one chick. You can have anybody. You could actually mate with polar bears. You're Superman. Stop being <laughs> fucking mopey. Also, who are these really stupid white people who can't see that? It's just a pair of glasses. It's the same dude. It's the same dude. (sighs) And people are just like coming away from it. Oh, my God. Superman's just he's got so many problems. I'm like, what problem could he possibly have? What (laughs) fucking problem could he possibly have that I could relate to at all? Okay. You know, and then he's like his day job is he works at a newspaper. I'm like, oh, fuck off. So I feel like Deadpool, I feel like Wade has real problems. You know, cancer is a thing. Cancer is a big fucking problem to have. Everybody can relate. So yeah, they had me a Deadpool. <laughs> Once I saw Deadpool, I'm like, y'all need to catch up because if you're not doing Deadpool, I'm not watching your shit. I'm not watching it. So I'm glad to hear that they're catching up. But then Jason Momoa is just a big, I feel like Jason Momoa is a big, like happy dog. He's just a dog oh, yeah. that you just love. Just this beautiful coat, long floppy fur, and he just jumps in your lap and is like, hey, and you're like, I, how can I be unhappy right now? I have this big, big happy dog. So that's why I love about Jason Momoa. Just a good, friendly, lovely dude. And I and I you'll you will so appreciate him so much more when you see Game of Thrones, season one. As Cal Drogo. He's like hilarious i mean he's hilarious now at the time i was like who is this fucking asshole <laughs> like fuck cal drogo what a dick but uh it's just funny to know what a sweet guy he is so okay uh, for sure 
are we we're bouncing now we this is the last yeah. thing we're doing in 2018 um love you guys thank you for listening and take care of yourselves we are trying to do the best for ourselves and we worry about you doing the best for yourself so try to do what you can if all you can do today is just get out of bed and brush your teeth i'm here for it just brush your teeth and get out of bed it's okay it's okay it's gonna be okay i love you guys bye bye <laughs>